Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Armando and Kelsey with you today. Today, we're going to be touching about stress, right? Raise your hand if you feel like you have a lot of stress. Wife, I don't see you raising your hand. Both hands are up. (laughs) Both hands. But the holidays can be stressful, right? And going into the holidays, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's. It's a lot of hustle and bustle, especially if you're hosting. You know how that goes, right? You're missing stuff at home. You got to run to the grocery store. You got to run around. You got to get stuff that you're missing. And then on top of all that, you are fighting the rat race of everybody else doing the exact same thing. So trying to get into the grocery store, maybe you're doing your Christmas shopping. So there's there's a lot of extra stresses that are happening during the holiday season, whether you think so or not, right? So we're going to be touching base on a no-stress November, but you can lead into December with this, and you can probably use a lot of this whenever you are feeling stressed, use some of these tips that you can reduce your stress and anxiety. Yeah, because usually a lot of people going into the holidays feel more stressed. There's more pressure. If you think about it, regular life, we have a lot going on, but the holiday just adds even more things to do to take care of, you know, more interactions, more things to plan. Like we host a lot, so more things to host, more cleaning to do. You know what I mean? So just kind of taking some of these. On top of your normal stuff you're already doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. The first one, make plans you can be excited for. So things like we just booked a weekend getaway with some friends and rented this beautiful place over on an island and we're going to go walk around. We're going to have a holiday meal together, possibly do some crafts. So just give yourself something to look forward to that doesn't feel necessarily stressful or, or overwhelming. So it can be a craft night, dinner with your favorite cousin, a movie night, favorite snack. It can be as complex or simple, just whatever feels good for you, giving yourself things to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, The next one that you can start doing, and this one's going to be great because you can start doing it now, but it can also lead into your following year, right? Is create a vision board. You know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you've probably heard us talking about a vision board. If this is your first time listening to this, I'm going to describe it real quick. And then that way you can create one and you can have it be set and ready for you now and into the future. So a vision board is pretty much everything that you want to accomplish, every goal that you want to do for that following time frame. Now you can create a vision board for a short amount of time. Maybe you have a one month vision board, maybe you have a six month vision board, or you have the entire year vision board, something that you want to do for that year. You can even throw some stuff on there that maybe you want to accomplish within the next five years, right? Those longer term goals. This can be whatever you want, whatever. Whatever you want to accomplish, you throw it up on there. 
super easy to do. You go online, you can print some stuff. If you have magazines, old magazines, you see something you like, uh, a vehicle you like, or maybe you see some decorations in, a, in, in the magazine that you like, you throw it on your vision board, and that way you have something to look at, something to look forward to, and something that you can, able, that you can visually see and attach to a goal. A lot of the times we create some goals, and but we don't really know how we're going to get there, what it looks like, but this is going to give us kind of a baseline as far as what that will be. Yeah, I think having that visual, so many of us are visual learners, you know, having something as a visual reminder can keep it at the forefront of our mind as we're going throughout our days. You may not even realize it's there, but you're still seeing it. You're still keeping it in your subconscious. You're still moving towards it. Having that refresher, reminder, whatever it is, the biggest thing is like picking things that feel aligned and they don't have to make sense to other people. Okay. A perfect example of this one for us, this was not this year, but last year I want, we were searching for a boat. I've wanted a boat for a long time. I finally convinced Armando. I went, I searched images of boats and just picked a random boat that spoke to me. When we purchased our boat, we didn't, I didn't even make the correlation until after. I think we were recording a podcast and it was up in your office. And it was like, oh my, that's our boat. That was literally, so the colors, we didn't have colors picked out that we wanted. We weren't going in like, we want a blue boat. That was not a requirement. There was other requirements. We just so happened to find a boat. The boat that we bought was literally... The, the same color scheme. The same color scheme looked very similar, had a rack on it, everything like our boat. Like it was so crazy to kind of see that take place. And that's just the power of having a vision board. Mm-hmm. And we're actually going to be doing vision boards here uh, as a family very, very soon because it's time to refresh. But another good reminder before I move on to the next one is the year isn't over yet. You still have time in this year, and I know we get busy and there's so many things happening, but you can still start building momentum for your goals for next year. Don't let the last two months or the last six weeks or whatever is left of this year, don't let it keep you from still taking baby steps towards your goal because movement is movement. Something is always better than nothing. Getting closer is better than getting further. So don't kind of let yourself, you know, completely walk away or forget about your goals. That's why I think it's good to do it now and just start building the ideas and the plan so that once the year starts, you're ready to hit the ground running. You've already been prepping and preparing and, you know, getting yourself ready for these big things that you want to move towards once that January motivation hits, because definitely take advantage of that. You know, some people are like, oh, you know, new year, new me. And I mean, I say that too, because sometimes I think it's funny, but ultimately I love that we just all collectively get this exciting new spark of motivation. Motivation is not something you can rely on, but absolutely harness it when you can. Okay. Yeah. So, do, do, do what my mom always told me growing up. And she still tells me even now is don't leave for tomorrow, what you can do today. Yeah. Right. Don't be like, well, I'll just start it when the new year starts. Or I'll just start it next week. You can do something now. You can start doing baby steps now. Yes. Okay. Number three, create a mood boosting playlist. So this is something that I have my booty shaking, booty shaking one. No, the kids make fun of me because they're like, what do you use? Pandora or uh, what is it on our phones? iTunes music. And I'm like, actually, I have like 
I have free Pandora. Hundreds and hundreds of songs. So yes, I do. But they weren't alive for the iPod days. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So so I've been with the music that I already have, I've been making different playlists. And I just, I, the other day I just put on one of my playlists and I was like, damn, this is a banger. I was like, go Kelsey, go. And so I think that's something that, you know, maybe you're having an off day or maybe you just need like a little pick me up or maybe you're like, oh, I really don't want to go to the gym, but you put that playlist on and it's like just enough to get you started or to clean the house or, you know what I mean? So creating a mood boosting playlist, I felt the effects of this the other day and I was like, Damn, I should have done this so so long ago. Yeah. So create I mean, that and, for and, yourself. And it's, and it's huge. I, as we know, uh, music, music, is music is therapeutic. I mean, how many times have you been in the car and a like uh, a song comes on that is super like sad, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, now your oh mood God. completely changed, yeah. and maybe you're like bawling I can or you're crying, cry right? Music. But that's what I'm saying is like, if it works the other way too, if you need a boost of energy, throw on some music that's upbeat, that's that's going to get you excited, that's going to get your blood pumping and get that head bobbing, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what that's what create that's what music creates for you. Yeah. The next one is plan a new holiday tradition, right? You can get excited for anything during the holidays. I'm actually planning for us to do couples Olympics this Thanksgiving, and I'm so freaking excited. She's been excited. talking about it for like the last ever. I'm so excited about it. I was, so I actually saw my siblings yesterday. We did my brother's gender reel. I'm actually going to be an aunt to a little boy. I'm so excited. But we, I was telling them about it, and I'm excited that they're excited. We're going to do couples Olympics, and it's not going to be, it's not going to be all physical games because we have one pregnant in the group but it's going to be games that we can do and we're going to have like a point system and then there'll be like a grand prize of some sort but I'm just so excited that I'm trying because how many years ago did we do this ran rap ball probably like two or three years ago Mm -hmm. we started that and that has been such a hit everybody has been loving the saran wrap ball so that's something exciting that we're going to be doing but I was like, how can I next level this? You know, because my siblings are all in their 20s, them and their spouses. And so they're into this kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, hell yes. So this is going to be our new, hopefully, as long as it goes well, tradition that we're going to be doing. And I am so excited for it and telling them about it. They were excited too. So I'm even more excited now to plan these. So, you know, coming up with some type of tradition, something to get excited for. I think the more things we can be excited for, the better life is, right? Especially through the like dark and gloomy season. Okay. Number five, make a list of 50 to a hundred things that make you happy. So on days that <laughs> so feel- So this is, this is what Kelsey would do. She would get a binder or a spiral notebook with 50 to a hundred things and every single page is going to have pictures of puppies. Puppies, all the puppies. But if that's what makes you happy, that's what brings mm-hmm. you joy seeing a puppy- then do that. Yeah. Right. So making a list of things that make you happy, maybe you do it in your phone or whatever, and you reference it on a harder day. You know, we're trying to have a no stress November. We're trying to have a happy December. And sometimes we just need a nice little reminder of those things that make us happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely do that. I mean, even if 50 or 100 sounds like a lot, start with five. Start with 10 things that make you happy and you can look at them and be like, okay, I feel better now. 
All right. The next one is plan a luxury spa day out or even at home. So whatever resources you have, you can make that as luxurious as you want, right? Candles are pretty inexpensive. You can draw up some water. You can face mask, face mask, it. a $7 bottle of Costco wine or a you box know. of wine, whatever yeah, or box, $2 box of wine. <laughs> I don't even know how much box wine is, but make it something fun. You know, the candles just really go all out on it. Make it an experience. Get a cheap face mask. You can order like a pack of those bad boys for five bucks on Amazon. So I, I always laugh and, and you're going to laugh with us too because I just thought of it right now because this is funny. So you you always watch these movies, right? And these couples do these romantic bathtub, like sitting in bathtub drinking wine and everything else. So Kelsey and I did it one time. I think we've done it maybe a hand, maybe one or two times. Not very many times because what you see on the movies is not how it happens in, no. in person. You got feet going people's faces. You got it's all uncomfortable. <laughs> you got toes sticking up the water and everything else. You got soap spuds on your face, right? And then you got wine glasses spilling over because you're trying to fit in this small ass little bathtub. I'm six foot one. Wife's five foot seven. Oh, that's so nice of you. I'm five, five and a half. Five, five and a half. But anyways, bathtubs are not made for two people unless it's made for two people. I mean, ours is huge. Ours, we can easily fit in there, but it's just hard and awkward having two people. Well, and it doesn't help our like leg ratios are so different. So I almost have to use him as like my backboard and like put my feet up against him because I can't reach the other side of the tub. Yeah, And so it's like, it's just so it's, weird. It's funny. It's it's funny because what you see on the movies you is not what you think. It's all romantic <laughs> and like, ooh, brrr, let's take a bath together. And then it's like, oh, brrr, I'm drowning. Like, <laughs> put your feet back I up. Slipped. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it is it's, funny. It's, but it's it an experience. Doesn't. It's funny. So I, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. It doesn't always work out how you, how you plan. Mm hmm. Okay, the next one is to make a plan for an indoor anxiety relief activity to do this winter. So maybe you come up with, again, going back to like some crafts or maybe you do, you know, we really enjoy those wine paint nights, but they, I looked them up recently and they are over $50. Inflation. Inflation. Oh, it's just so expensive and the wine is not included. And what really kills me <laughs> is when I go there, they literally, I just talked about a six to $7 bottle of wine from Costco. I actually like that. It's like, what's it called? Something trot. You're a cheap date. I don't know. 14 I don't know. hands. 14 hands, red blend. It's really good. And it's so cheap. They have it at those paint nights, but a glass of it is like $9 there. And I'm like, um, excuse me, question. Uh, you paid $7 for this bottle and you're charging me $9 for one glass. I've never actually said that to them, but it's what I think. So I cringe buying a glass, you know, but it's just about the experience, finding things again to look forward to things to do because we're not getting outside, you know, where we live anyways, it's like gloomy and stormy and snow and cold. And yes, we can go on hikes. We can do the snowshoeing. We can do the outdoor activities. But also finding things to do inside that, you know, when I say that anxiety relieving, it's like for me, when I think of that for myself, like for Armando, that's probably cooking or something because he actually enjoys to cook. I don't enjoy to cook, but I enjoy to do like those paint nights or to do crafts or things like that. I, I really enjoy that. And for me to just be able to be creative and shut my mind off, that's what that means. And that might look different for you, but planning some of those, like maybe you make a list and then 
ask some girlfriends, hey, do you want to do this? Maybe one girlfriend loves the painting. Maybe another girlfriend loves the snowshoeing. You know what I mean? And put dates on your calendar with these things. Give yourself those things to look forward to and mile markers because I think that's really important for just keeping us on the up and up. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for meditation, right? Meditation looks different for everybody. Um, but that's a, that's another good thing that you could do. I mean, find a window that's got some sunlight in, especially if your weather sucks during the wintertime and it's mm-hmm. cold and gloomy outside, but maybe you got peaks of sunlight coming through, do a meditation. And if you've never done a meditation or if you've tried it and you're like, but all I do is just fall asleep, then that's exactly what your body needs. If you mm-hmm. do a meditation and you fall asleep, that's what you need. That's what your body's telling you. That you, need. you don't have to try to stay awake through the whole thing. Fall asleep. Take a nap. Feel better. Feel refreshed when you get back up. All right. And the last one we have here is tackle something that has been uh, has been behind the scenes that's stressing you out. And that can be you're finding yourself in your house a lot more maybe than you did the summertime. That could be maybe a cluttered closet that's you open up every time and you like throw a jacket in there because you got to slam the door shut real quick because there's so much stuff in there that you don't want to deal with. Maybe this is going to be an opportunity for you to actually tackle it and feel that stress just leave your home and leave leave your site because a messy environment is a messy mind, is a messy everything. Internally, Mm -hmm. which then transpires to externally. I have been like... Then your wife yells at you more and then... Oh my gosh, you act like a beaten, yelled at house husband no well did did you not say what what gives armando relax is cooking doesn't that you talk about how much you <laughs> love know, it I'm, because it reminds it, you of your mom i know but i'm just saying that it's funny that you say that and you're like you act like a beat husband <laughs> i have been like decluttering and stuff like that because there's spaces in our house that I just feel like this could be so much better. Our linen closet was one of them. I feel so good about it right now. I just want to take a picture and remind myself of it because it just, it was one of those things I didn't realize it was bugging me because that's also where we keep our dog food. But I go in there to feed the pups sometimes twice a day. And I would see it and I knew there was stuff in there that we could get rid of, but I just didn't want to take the time to do it. I did it. I am so, it looks so freaking good in there. Armando's like, how much stuff did you get rid of? Well, I just organized it better. I did get rid of like how many sheet sets have we acquired over the years? Literally for us, it was a half of yeah, a garbage bag I don't know. full. Okay. I, I would love our audience. If you're listening to this, how many sets of sheets do you own or actually use that you have sitting in your home? Right? So many. Send us a message. We Send us a message because we want to know. We had some from when our boys had twin beds and they've had queen beds for like the last five, six. Yeah, probably five years. Years. And so I'm going to donate those. I'm like, some of these are brand new. Like the, you know, we usually just, we're a house that just uses fitted sheets, not a top sheet. I think that's we're, funny. We're like not bougie like that. I would be so interested to find out how many I should do a poll on Instagram. Do you use the fitted sheet and the top sheet or just the fitted sheet? You'd be surprised how many people use the top sheet I too. I think they do, but for us, we are not. And so I'm like, I can just get rid of all of these because we're not using them and they're just sitting in here brand new. Mm-hmm. You know? So just getting rid of things that are are taking up space and you're you don't even use them. You don't need them. So it just feels really good to do that kind of stuff is like just purge. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, that is all we have for you to live a no stress November into December and into the rest of your time, right? All right, guys, that is all we have for you today. We appreciate you as always. And with that, we will see you on the next one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Self Love Sit Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondoferius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.